Hello, suiters, and thank you for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV's coverage of Suits Season 6, Episode 12. We're going to be talking about all of it. It's going to be here. It's going to be next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Steve does it now, too. Yeah, Steve, you're getting good at it. You guys kind of, like... Sway like this, but I kind of like do this. I just do a, dance. Yeah, I do like a little shoulder stretch. Oh, you do the bit. I, yeah. I do both. Like this too. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> hello, first years, and welcome to the law firm of Kaufman, Ike, Hobson, and Brazier. We've, Woo! we've had a lot of names in there. It's a lot like... of names. You made it. You're our first years. We're the senior partners. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F M A N N. But I'm not alone. I'm with two fellow senior partners, starting on my left, the lovely Nicole Brazier. Yes, that's me. Hey, guys, you can follow me at Nicole Brazier all over social media. Good to be back for Suits. And then to her left. (laughs) Senior partner still using the third grade trick for left and right. Hello, everyone. I'm Tiana Hobson. You can find me at the Tiana Hobson. Don't worry, Steve. I still do that, too. All day. It's like, turn left. Hang on, wait. L Hold for up. the Lord. Okay, got it. Which L? Is it L to me? All right. Yes. And we're in the chat, too, guys, and everybody is very excited to Are have you back, Are they excited for this Steve. episode? No, oh. they're excited to have you back. Well, I, I mean... I think everyone really everything. He's <laughs> back. Steve's back. Great. We're just... We're, we weren't we're here just, last week or yeah, anything. We weren't holding down the fort. They, they're cool. also back. <laughs> we're here, too, guys. Be excited in unison. Um, <laughs> we finally got the Harvey mom stuff. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Like, we got the flashback, we got pretty much everything we were wondering. Like, there was some... Because I think we had always... Allu- there had always been the illusion of a blow-up. There was some type of blow-up mm-hmm. between them. That now we actually know. It happened at, the, at his dad's funeral. That's right. Where... I mean, we knew, we knew about the past, and we knew about the, mm-hmm. the cheating and his mom. We've seen those flashbacks before. But to see him at that vulnerable state at his father's funeral and... Learning that he almost didn't go, and mm. Donna was even on board with that, trying to convince him to do that. I mean, Donna, man, for the win, as usual. For the win. So my question, I guess, is we've resolved this ongoing issue that has been part of Harvey's character since season one. Mm. We might not have visually seen parts of it, but it's been a part of his whole demeanor and the way he treats people mm-hmm. since season one. So now... That it's all wrapped up and there's a bow tied on it. Mm-hmm. How does Harvey's character change moving forward, do you guys think? That's um, a really good question, Tiana. That I is know, a Tiana, really... That's so smart of you to think. <laughs> well. Tiana's grown to a point where she does not need co-hosts. <laughs> I mean, she I can, She can host this whole show on She her. has become a self-aware <laughs> after-show host. Great <laughs> question, Tiana. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um... I think he's going to be a little bit more emotional. You know, I've never seen him cry so much in this episode alone out of all the seasons mm. of Suits. This I've never seen him shed more tears than tonight. So maybe he'll have more of a soft side going into this new firm where they're keeping the same name. Um, and be a little less harsh, a little more understanding. No, I, I see him dealing with Lewis feelings. <laughs> Well, he strikes me as somebody who deals with feelings by not having them. Yep. And mm-hmm. he's going to, like, f- start feeling his feelings now. And okay. he's not going to be prepared for he's, that. He's not going to know how to feel, what he, it's like to care about 
people. What's like to care about other people and like beyond like and I'm not saying like he's just this stone cold like obviously the whole thing with Mike and like I'm saying that like the day to day he's not the feelings type. And now he will be and he's not gonna He'll have, have the feels now. He'll he'll the show will just be Harvey dealing with the feels. With the feels. Well, I hope he puts the feels on Donna because oh. I am <laughs> on the edge of my seat at these like Moments where they're not talking, and there's a close-up of them hand-holding and looking at a painting and just staring, and I'm like, why don't you guys stare at each other and make out already for us? Well, I Uh also love that his mom, you know, he said someone very special to me told me it's time to deal with this, and she's like, I'm so glad that whoever she she is. And I was waiting, I was like, mama knows, mama's always knows. Yes. And and mama probably talks to Donna. (laughs) Probably. Donna Donna and Harvey's mom are probably best friends. Yeah. They've probably been talking forever. (laughs) For for years. But that's how she was able to deal, that's how she was able to deal with it. Let's, let's, we talked a lot, a bit about the funeral. Let's talk about the present. He shows up to Bury the hatchet. Yes. And she expects an apology from him. I don't think she expected an apology from him. I think when she said to him, oh, I'm so glad that you apologize, that was just something that was like a natural thing to say as well. And then he was like, no, I'm sorry. She didn't say apologize. She said, I'm so happy. I forgive you too. I forgive you too. Right, right, right. And I think that was just like a natural thing to say. I don't Mm. think she expected him to apologize though. No, I think she I absolutely think she I think she absolutely expected him to apologize. That's her emotional baggage that she's allowed to have mm-hmm. as that is his. As the, his, a, the inverse is his. What a politically correct way to say that. Oh yeah. I'm over here fuming. I'm like, <laughs> no, Lily, no. You do not expect an apology from your son. He was the child. You were the adult. You did something bad. You are the reason he is the way he is right now to this day. So yes, his actions as an adult haven't been great, but they started when he was younger because of you. And it was never nipped in the bud then. So of course he's acting out and lashing out. And he's here to finally forgive you for something. Don't put it back on him automatically causing another fight. Although, Sorry, I have a lot of feelings. No, no. I, although I, I think ahead. he was... They said seven years earlier, and Wikipedia would help me if I had it, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he would have been like 36 in the flashback. Which means he would have spent just as much time as an adult as he would have as a child. I think she just had a point saying that you've been an adult for a long time and this could have subsided. He has mm. missed a, a part of his brother's kids' lives <laughs> and, and, and burying the hatchet and moving forward, you know, um, even after his father's passing, coming to amends with just accepting what's there. I mean, it's a modern world. It's a modern life. You should you should be the adult and the bigger person, especially if mom was the way she was growing up. Mm. You gotta learn to deal with mom being mom, because at the end of the day that is your mom, and mm. that's the yeah. only one you're gonna have, and you have to show her respect. Although, what I like about the Harvey as he's always been presented, and, mm-hmm. the, and as he was presented in this episode, is most people make a half measure in his situation, where most people would have and take issue with it and run away for a couple years and like kind of come back and like hold baggage to it and still be like well that's my mom but she owes me an apology whereas he went that's no longer that's no longer my mother i have the feels for that i mean like i have certain issues with my mom like personally and i live here in la and she's across the country on the east coast and do i feel like sometimes i run away from the issues that i have with her to 
be able to live my everyday life, focus on work, mm. do the, and mm-hmm. put, put that yep. baggage aside. Absolutely. That's a humane action. Mm. It's just uh, the way that you handle things. But there has to be, be a point when you break down walls and, and deal with your emotions and let, let the tears flow and be yeah. a human being and forgive and forget. But I think that is the problem. This is Harvey we're talking about. Mm. And these are deep seated, rooted issues from his childhood that were never dealt with. Right. So you take that stuff that hasn't been dealt with and you move it into adulthood, it's still not being dealt with. So yes, he's had the same amount of time as an adult as mm. he did as a child to process this, mm-hmm. but because it was never dealt with in the beginning, it's still just this black cloud that he doesn't know how to handle mm-hmm. this situation. And as his mother, she's supposed to see that and yeah. see where he's hurting and not come at him and attack him how he, I think he felt attacked a little bit in that I'm not saying she did attack him but she he can feel attacked in that and so it's your job as the mom to see your child is hurting yes. and to realize it and to be like okay you know what I'm gonna let him have this one I'm, I'm not gonna disagree. say I don't disagree hey, with you I, too I'm gonna accept I forgive you too like that's just or, poking the bear when he's already there yes. like here is the peace offering and then you yes. just went poke bear yeah. Poke you. And my, mom, my mom does that too. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I totally see both. To be both fair, the empathetic arguments. person in the gray suit can understand her plight of that must have been devastating. Those comments must yeah. have been devastating for her. It's too. hard. Especially as a woman and a mom and you're emotional and yeah. all that. Menopause. I mean, she looks old. I don't know if it's done or whatever. But yeah, I can tell. But I then, can tell that it hurts. And it's not like she cheated and had a fling. Right. It's like, like she's still been with the same guy. Like, she pretty much found another lover. And, like, these th- these things happen. I, you try explaining mm-hmm. that... To, try explaining that to an eight-year-old, but these things happen. Mm-hmm. Jet uh, Joyce and Poa in the chat says, I was a little confused. Did Harvey's mom say that she was married to his father for 30 years at the funeral? So if she was... So she was cheating on him for half their marriage with his best friend. I was about to reply, pretty pretty much. I because remember they were like, yeah, you got to no. keep it a secret when he was young. So mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. like if you, it was a consistent affair. Yes. Yeah, so you heard it first here. I mean, that's the Jeff. other dagger in Harvey's side is that this is yeah. someone that his dad knew and trusted. It's not like it was some mm. Joe Schmo stranger. It was someone who was a part of their lives. And then to ask him to keep that secret, like I can just totally see how mentally it, it screwed up, up it mm-hmm. would make you yes. at, and I mean the fact that Harvey actually is as successful as he is is a big surprise mm. here because right. he definitely could have gone down a completely but it totally explains spiral. his temper and his and every which way that he mm-hmm. handles everything like it's just yeah, it's like opening up a sociology textbook. Yeah, <laughs> and I do feel bad for his brother and his brother's kids because they un- unfortunately were, you know, punished. Although Harvey didn't mean to punish mm. them, it's just this is just the way that this is like a real life example of just like a dysfunctional family. It's just yeah. the bottom yeah. line, and there's always like a way to get back into it because it's family at the end of the day, and I feel like it's kind of like a. <laughs> mirror image of, like, what can be of the firm. Mm-hmm. I I just really enjoyed this whole part, because we finally got some depth, mm-hmm. some emotional depth to Harvey, because that's usually what we were missing. Yeah. Aside from, like, a very stone trap of emotions, yeah. of, like, I feel things. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. <laughs> Where yes. it's just like, no, this, there's... There's since I was eight, like, the, my understanding of intimacy and relationships and everything... Mm-hmm. 
is has tied, been screwed up. Has, has yeah. been tied into the fact that everybody cheats and that I have to lie about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's a good good point. He needs to get back with that therapist. Well, and I, not, he needs a new therapist, not that same one. He does need therapy though. He he needs to get back in therapy. Yeah. I agree. I, he, that therapist was fine. But then you, she testified, like, in the case. Yeah, it was a whole thing. It was the whole thing. He's never going to trust her again. Well, everybody mm. everybody at this table was trying to ship them. Yes. <laughs> that was yes. trying to happen. Yeah, we were <laughs> trying to make that happen, but so I've seen the, the light. The catalyst for him going back was that at the end of last week, he pretty much screamed at Lois mm-hmm. and said that you'd never be managing partner. Which I found uh, hard to believe because his name's on the wall. So managing partner though, he's name partner. He made it name partner, and like, there's not many people left to choose from. I know, anyway. literally, there's <laughs> no look, one. At- guys, I'm sorry, and I'm not a lawyer, so I don't really know how things work. But I think I'd rather have my name on the door than have to actually run that hellhole. Like this place is hit with so many <laughs> different dramatic things of takeovers, losing employees, like fraud and embezzlements, yeah. and <laughs> yes, all this yes, stuff yes. that. I, just put my name on the door. Let me do my work. I don't need the drama can of running. I, can this I place. just have like twelve clients that yeah. bill that bill close to a billion dollars, and I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Like I don't need the extra stress I'm in of my trying car. to run this place. I'm like, in my like, car by five forty. Yeah. <laughs> look at Jessica. She didn't get to have a personal life. She had to leave the firm to go get some. You <laughs> yeah. know. Like, and um, uh, they did mention that she might come back. Which if you want to revert to that. last week, she's not I coming back this season. She's well, sold on it. I don't know. I'm sold on it. She cannot come back this season. Well, she booked a pilot, not a series. Oh. <laughs> that's what that's how they're doing but it. But she's appearing on, a, or recurring on The Catch. Is she? Re- okay. Mm-hmm. Then, never mind. <laughs> never mind. She booked a series. We'll, she's gone we'll forever. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, to get back to what mm. we were discussing about him being managing partner, I mean, I like that he... I actually thought this would probably happen, too, that the one day Harvey and Lewis, the two of them would come together and maybe unite and get along for once and we could see a little magic from both of them. Like, I've actually hoped for this, so... I <laughs> See how it goes. You, know, well, you guys are like, I think it's going to be bad. I think it could be good. And who knows, maybe they'll be, like... Oh, sorry, I'm jumping into predictions. No, right no, now. I, you know, they I just both get carried have, on in my thoughts. Yeah, Harvey and um, Lewis both have issues mm-hmm. that they clearly both need to work out in order to make their working relationship and make this co-managing mm-hmm. partner thing one work. Of the, one of the main issues is if we're talking who becomes managing partner on pure merit, it's Harvey. Yes, um, I agree. It, yeah, we love can Lois. he handle it? I feel like he's just in a very emotional state right now. Pure merit. Resume to resume. Yeah. Client client list to client list. Billable hours to billable hours. I mean, I also think that Harvey is just... He's going to get it done. He was also groomed by Jessica. Yes. He, yes. he is the guy who's going to make things happen. Lewis, sometimes, when he has to make things happen, he goes about it the very, very wrong way. And I'm not saying that Harvey does not make mistakes and that mm-hmm. he's perfect or anything because we know he's done a lot of bad things along the way, too. But Harvey just has a way of keeping situations under control where Lewis kind of loses right. grasp of everything and has right. to call in reinforcements. But I feel like that together will be so fun to watch. <laughs> just like a... I, oh, no, it, and keeps, I think, it, it keeps us watching. It's exciting. I, yeah. But I think... They still need to have that, like, dynamic where they don't... Oh, it's not great. Like, But I think that's the under... If, if they needed to have one managing partner tomorrow... Mm-hmm. It would be Harvey Lewis would feel slighted. He wouldn't do his job correctly. 
and then it wouldn't be a working relationship for a firm that really needs mm-hmm. a working relationship top, a working management top down. So I think by keeping Pearson's name on the wall, mm-hmm. they can claim, well, we're interim while Jessica's gone. Yeah. Right. So that they never actually have to make the decision. Have to deal with it, which you think Harvey would learn. You think Harvey would learn after this whole flashback. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, no, I'm going to kick that can. <laughs> Lindsay Ivory Neptune on our chat says, as soon as Rachel graduates, she needs to be managing partner. She's seriously the best employee they have ever had. That would be unprecedented. I still I mean, vote for Donna, but yes, Rachel. Yeah. But that could, would be Rachel could work. <laughs> she would. I wonder. I don't. I never worked in a law firm, and I wonder if you. <laughs> I wonder if you were a paralegal for as long as Rachel was. You. I think you technically come on as a first year, but they probably pay her more. Like they gave her an offer that was yeah. the equivalent to a second or a third year. Mm-hmm. Although they also don't have like hardly any. Employees. Yeah, they don't so have. They their, can, like, yeah, they they're gonna, use each other at in this the next point. couple of weeks. They're going to be staffing actual associates. Yeah. So it'll be a whole thing that... Yes, that's what I'm excited for. I, I want to see some new faces. Yeah. I. Like, so do we, we want to jump into the Mike Ross of it I was like, we got some new faces down at the legal clinic. Yes, like Marissa. By the way, if, this, if Suits as it exists were to go away and we were to have two spinoffs, I'd want a three-camera sitcom with just Harvey and Donna <laughs> called Harvey Catches the Feels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... A three-camera sitcom with them, with them and them in an apart, them in an apartment, trying to make the whole love thing mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Aaron Kate on the chat says Rachel to have a spinoff with Mike. That question mark. I would, I would want to do a Rachel Mike spinoff where Rachel is a corporate lawyer, lawyer under her dad's firm, yeah. and Mike runs this legal clinic. And Mike is home <laughs> and making pancakes and bottling the kids to bed. No, oh, oh kids. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh. You're jumping. Whoa. You're jumping. Sorry. Whoa, he like just got out of prison. I mean, can we, we back get in? them married first, you know? Yeah, he's one like step a, at a time. He's a convicted felon. Can we back this train up? <laughs> well, he did take on teaching kids for a second. We he all can't. know how that went down. So. Like, I don't think he can vote in New York. Yeah. I think that's... wasn't an old or nothing. Yeah. He applied everywhere, including that legal clinic we saw him apply to last week, that he had a... Running rapport with the guy at the mm-hmm. front desk, which means he would totally not get that job, right? No, of he absolutely course. got that job. Yeah. I love Oliver. I love, yeah, the Oliver's black guy great. named Oliver. Oh my god. He, <laughs> I literally just wrote, I have here, Oliver's the man. Yeah, I, I wrote Simply that put. I, oh, I put Oliver, Mike's new bestie. Yeah, it's Clearly. so cute. Love him. And um, what is the name of the gentleman who's actually running that legal clinic? Nathan. Nathan. I. What does Nathan do? Is Nathan just a regular lawyer who works out of that legal clinic trying to I get some... I thought he said like, another office. Right? He, he manages the legal... Or he owns and operates the legal clinic that mm. he needed someone to actually Should operate it. Right. So I'm assuming that means he actually has his own sort of practice going I think, on. Yeah, yes. remember he was like, you go get, he get, either has get his back own, to what you do. He either has his own here. practice or he works at a big one. My mm-hmm. guess would be he does low-level corporate law where he deals with enough clients that it's like, hey, by the way, come tax time, if you want to throw a hundred grand to this legal fund, <laughs> to this legal clinic, we can... We can make that like, happen. If three of you do that every year, we can keep a whole legal clinic up. <laughs> and I need to pay someone $35,000 to run it. Do you think that Mike's going to go, like, downward in finances now that they mentioned that they're going to have to sell the house and he's not making anything and he's already dished out $3,600 out of his own pocket when he just mentioned he has to sell his house. I don't I foresee hope they this don't, going very I well. I hope they don't go there, to be honest. 
I mean, I don't see anything wrong with them having to downsize. I was actually wondering how Rachel was affording to live there when Mike was in jail. So yeah. clearly, money's been tight. Well, if, and well, then you have some, Pearson. Spe- well, she was in law school and well, and a paralegal. And a paralegal. she's still she's still a high paid, well valued paralegal at a six person law firm. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was just mostly saying because it seems like, you know, it was the two of them together paying rent, and then you go down to just like a single income to yeah. handle everything. I mean, granted, her father is who her father is. She probably also has she money gotten, and a trust fund, and she could have gotten that, that help. Stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, Pierce yeah. Inspector may have never actually fired Mike, <laughs> at which point he been. would still be drawing a paycheck <laughs> that she. I guess he would have had to give in her. Give yeah. in. Well, like I said, this isn't a very good show. I don't want to <laughs> see this show where they, where they just sit down sit and go over their taxes. But no, I do I think, think it would that's it, happen. I do think that they need to paint the picture of like Mike is not living the life he used to, and part of mm. that is the apartment that they live in. They don't have to go get like a hole in the wall or anything, but they definitely I, would have to glam down a nice on a apartment. lot of their expenses. Or, or no, or explain for New York that is like a penthouse. Yeah, <laughs> or explain that he like, got a hundred thousand dollar signing bonus before he went to prison. Yeah. That he put in a mutual fund and... Well, yeah, everyone in the chat is saying that Harvey's got Mike if anything goes wrong. That too. I I mean, they should just move in with Harvey. That's that's literally one line of dialogue. Daddy. (laughs) That's literally one line of dialogue. Like, man, I'm really sorry about your aunt. Your aunt Zane. (laughs) But we have all this money now so we can stay at the exact set that they already built for us. Yeah. Yeah, can work. <laughs> I, I'm available. Yeah. I do screenwriting. I know that they got the perks and stuff, all right? But let's just pretend they don't want to rely on anyone's shoulders. Yeah. You know, it's just at the end of the day, Mike's going to have to rely on Rachel, I think was my whole point when I went back to the kids no, no. thing and making pancakes. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I agree. I like Mike running a legal clinic. I think fiscally, I think everyone likes, likes Mike running a legal clinic. By the way, general manager would be the easy title. Yeah, yeah the, GM. the person overseeing all of you other people. Yeah. Human, <laughs> human really. overseeing all the other humans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of Marissa? Someone in the chat said that her tendencies kind of remind them of Katrina in early episodes. See, I thought she reminded me of Mike. Because, I mean, she went and made that promise and Mike got mad. I was like, yo, Mike, pump your brakes. Mike, because you make promises like that all that's the like season, time. That promise mm-hmm. is like season one, Mike. Yes. yes. Like I'm gonna promise you the world. Yeah, but I thought Mike was trying to be a little bit like Harvey. Like I saw your client already 30 minutes before you. Like I just you know like he did come in like a like a wrecking ball, but like a boss though, like a boss, but also like glam down. You're at the free legal clinic. (laughs) No, but I think his (laughs) just glam down a little. That that's how it worked for him. Is that they were they were. Like, Harvey and Mike were chums professionally, but mm-hmm. they were, like, Harvey was never easy on him or nice to him about things. So that that's the only way he knows how to teach other associates. So I think it'll be fun if somebody corners him and's like, hey, you're kind of a dick to me. I, I don't learn well that way. I feel like he was overcompensating because he thought that they all knew that he was a was fraud it, yeah. and had been in jail. And then he found out that they didn't know, so he came in like and he kind of made tougher and like himself. I'm gonna get involved in all these cases and tell you guys how to do so you yes. guys know that I know what I'm talking about, even though I'm not really a lawyer. And then it was like, oh, haha, jokes well, he, on you. Yeah, and he let that one, we didn't even know. Right, he let Marissa's like words affect him to think 
everything was true, and that's why when Nathan was like, you didn't have to do that. But I get why he said, yeah, I, I, no, it that's takes a, the edge yeah. off. He's it, trying to be an appropriate really, leader. Yeah, he's trying to release it, get it out there. If you have a problem, see me in my office. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to be an appropriate leader, and part of that yeah. is just true trust of who I am. And yeah. Who I am and what my story is. Right. I, I'm not going to nitpick. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I find it hard to believe that no one there knew. knew. But yeah. I think they left yeah, it. Definitely. They did it in a way where I think half the room. I I mean, not Sorry, to reveal the, too, not to reveal too much, but if I was working in a place and somebody came in out of the blue, especially somebody well qualified but underpaid, I'm googling that person immediately. Mike yeah. Ross. Oh, he's in. Oh, well, I like how Oliver made that point. They're like, "Oh, we don't, we don't read this. We read the the posts." And I'm like, "Nah, you you read everything. Come you, on." Wouldn't that be on his Facebook? But wouldn't like, that be on Mike Ross's Facebook? To, <laughs> to play off the other side, went, went yeah. dates time. Um, to play off the other side, though, if you're working at a free legal clinic, you saw that Marissa and Oliver were there, like super late at night, just yeah. working on. The, they have stacks and stacks of the cases. They don't have time to read the journal to mm-hmm. make sure that like they're ke- caught up on all the happenings of. Right. You know what's going yeah. on in the law profession and it's stuff. True. They're so busy with like the fifty cases they're trying to win for these clients who have yeah. that thing. But I think the original question was our feelings on Marissa. And oh yes, yes. I'm still not sure how I feel about her because I felt like okay, um, you're a law student. Yes, you've been working here a long time. Yes, you haven't lost a case. But here's someone who's coming in as technically your supervisor. Yeah, who's offering you some advice. Maybe instead of fighting it the whole time. Be a little more open to listen. But then on the other side, I get her like being like, you're new here and I've been working on this case for weeks or months and yeah. you're just telling me what to do now. So I see both sides and I just wasn't sure how I'm going to feel about her. I need a little bit more time with Marissa to really see if I'm going to like her character or not. I need to see how she deals with Mike's honesty. Mm-hmm. That if she completely still writes him off and like, oh, you're not a real lawyer, where it's like, no, that that thing I handed you was also all the cases I won. Yeah, right. presumably, like if I wanted people to follow me in complete transparency, it would be an affidavit of, nope, I was a fake lawyer. However, as a fake lawyer, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. I was in finance. Yeah, right. I um think that. Sh- there's going to be like a cool dynamic being Pierce Inspector Lit and the clinic, and I mm-hmm. foresee like the two meeting up at some point in the courtroom. Well, the previews spoiled all that for us. Yes, it did. Oh, <laughs> article that says that you know they will, their paths will keep crossing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it, but- it looks like it all comes to a head next week through the previews. But before we do that, we want we should talk about the rent case. Yes, yeah. that was an interesting. It was it's, something new for us. It was yeah. inter- it was interesting to see them. Easy to follow. It was interesting very to see. Very easy to follow along that didn't case. Didn't pay rent, didn't yeah, have heat. Like, oh, like, I well, got it. Yeah, very no, simple. No four hundred. Oh, my God, I hated and... that lawyer in the uh, courtroom, though. Oh, she was such a B-I-T-C-H. Mm. But Worse than Anita. Also. You know what? Gibbs. Also, I think the suit legal tip of the of this episode is text, your, text and email your landlord. Yes. <laughs> So you have written proof <laughs> yes. of work requests. Yes. I mean, pretty... Come on, man. Maybe. Snapchats do not count. <laughs> they like, disappear. But why didn't she have, why didn't she have that? Seriously. She, well, because she's she a can't single, afford it. She's a single mom. She has a phone that has an email. But I think it's also one of those things of, like, I'm 
it's I'm gonna get a faster response if I call my landlord no, no, that, and say something. So she, in her mind, she's not even thinking this is gonna get taken to court eventually, and I need to have documentation of it. She's just like, I'm trying to save my three year old son's life right now. Just <laughs> fix my window. Give me some please, heat. Please, 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 instead please. Of, instead of she's probably not as like most people who wind up at a legal clinic weren't legal minded to yeah. begin with, and that's not some like that's not a knock on a person. No, it's not. It's I just, I feel like a terrible person every time I hit a wall where I'm like, hey, I have to I have to like not talk to you until we sign a contract. Like I feel terrible when mm-hmm. I know where that wall is, and I'm like, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we can't but discuss this. You have to this. protect yourself. And we can't discuss this unless we lay out the terms. The terms, and I think that I mean, I love that suits brought this up, and I hope that they bring up more things now that we're at a legal clinic. You mm-hmm. know, you can bring up so many other things that people don't know about rights and what Absolutely. you need and the proof mm-hmm. and everything. And these shows, like, yes, it's entertainment, but also there's messages in here you know that people can actually learn from i mean i make sure i have everything if i email my boss saying like hey we should do this and Mm -hmm. then they say no and then five days later it's like hey we should listen to tim i'm like i have it documented i could save you guys three thousand (laughs) dollars i keep all my here's the emails like here's everything where i I said this is what we should do yes um but that's because i watch a lot of law and order and i'm paranoid i love that you just gotta write shit down. Seriously. Yep. I mean, I keep a agenda since elementary school. Old school. And I, I can't get those alerts about meetings and what I need to do <laughs> from this computer or my phone. Because, nah, I need to write it down. So, she could have wrote a le- hand wrote a letter with a pencil and paper and mailed it in. I mean, come on. The, well, but that's, it, blaming, it was, that's blaming her in the past. Yes, no, I'm all mm. for, like, the clinic and, and, and the clinic winning cases and seeing, like, that side of the justice system for sure. But it just sucks when it comes down to the reality of it, which we saw in tonight's episode, that it's if a struggle. You, and it's kind of depressing. A legal mm-hmm. clinic lawyer is a legal it's clinic sad, lawyer. Like, yeah. we love that guy to death, but... He literally got so flustered that it was like, can I get a continuance to talk to Mike? Yeah. The fake lawyer that runs the clinic. Fawad <laughs> <laughs> um, Dodd in the chat says, Mike ended up winning that case, so technically he didn't lose in housing court. Um, what, um, were, they, what were they talking about? Are they talking about, about a different case in the there, chat I, right I now? So. Well, he didn't defend that case. He didn't uh, try right. that case. He wasn't Mike a lawyer a for the case, case today. A rental case. Yeah, yeah. and then he also oh, they were paid talking about the ladies Similar rent. case, season one, a yes. rental case, uh, landlord okay. case. So it's familiar for him. Yep. Also, also, where, Sorry, do, I missed that where do we think line. where do we where do we think this money came from? His bank account. But like, do you think Rachel knows? Do you think they got no. money? Rachel has no idea. Like, I don't. Wanna... And Rachel I mean, even I... joked about getting audited. Like, like I, I think that they have money in their bank account. It's just now you know they have to be smart about what they're spending that money on because Mike's income is not going to be up here anymore. Mm-hmm. It's coming. In down here, so I think that this might be something that gets brought up in the future, especially because Mike, this being the first case at the legal clinic, he's setting a precedent of like, are you going to do this for every client here that you can't help? Yeah. I know your heart is in the right place and you want to help these people and make sure that they get what they deserve, but you can't do this for every client and you're yeah. starting off with the first one doing it and that's just setting a precedent that like, Red okay, what's to start, stop him from doing it for the next one and the next one and the next Unless one. Unless he's just going to start like taking the MCATs for people again. I mean, like, but he doesn't want to go back to jail. I know. So no, he mentioned that. <laughs> he's not going back to jail. He's not going back. And I did like that um, part of the reason that Nathan hired him was because he was honest on his mm-hmm. um, application. He's like, this right here makes me 
know that you might be someone who's worth giving another shot to. I thought that was really nice. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is. He just sometimes, like, does dumb things and good intentions, and that's where, it, you know, it gets him in trouble. So I'm worried about the $3,600. I'm worried about the joke about being audited. I'm worried about the mention of the house being <laughs> sold. They're You're worried. They're, they're, they're I'm worried their apartment. about... Mike nope. and they, Rachel. They're just an apartment, aren't they? They're just an apartment. Oh, I'm sorry. House, house, condo. Yeah. They, they just have to move but out like, to a different rent. Right. But you're worried area. about the engaged couple that we've been worried about this whole time. <laughs> I'm just so worried. Before we send in the dogs, do we want to do predictions? Sure. Let's do predictions. Okay, let's talk a little bit predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. So, mm-hmm. I, I think okay. I know... Based on the preview we saw, what's about oh, okay. to go down next week. Okay. I think Anita Gibbs found out that Mike works at a legal clinic and is trying to reverse every decision he was involved with within Pierce Inspector Lint. I think Harvey has some type of crazy plan that will make Mike a legit lawyer, which doesn't make a lot of sense because you literally can't be a convicted felon. You literally can't be a convicted felon and pass the bar. Like, law degree or not, so I'm really mm-hmm. curious what this crazy plan is. And they, they let the cat out of the bag that Rachel Zane failed the bar, likely due to the Ethics Commission, which seems like a bit of a boys' club. Did they fail it, or she said she's not getting she's into not the bar? being allowed in. I'm not being allowed into the bar, yeah. Which, yeah. it would be interesting if it wasn't the thing she kept worrying about, which was the the Ethics Commission. Interesting. That... Interesting. I was going to say that... I'm worried about Anita Gibbs, but I'm worried about her and what she's going to do the, to this poor legal clinic that mm. doesn't have the funding. I feel like she's going to attack them rather than attack Harvey because Harvey doesn't really have anything to do with it anymore. And she wants to hurt Mike. So I think the best way is to go through this legal clinic because she warned him not to get a job helping people, mm. um, which is kind of weird to tell someone um, <laughs> who's, like, really smart and can offer great legal <laughs> advice to these innocent people over here yeah. um, in low-income settings. Like, hey, shocker there. Um, but I'm concerned about her for that, and I'm concerned about Rachel for not getting into the bar because I don't really know what that means. Like, in what way? Isn't the bar the test that you take no, to the, become a... Well, there's... I think there's a couple different levels, levels to it, of it. One of which is you literally have to, like, do an in-person interview you have to meet with an ethics board you have to meet with a different kind of board and there's a literal test okay so i think they would find a way to disqualify her from the process which is insane considered her father has his own firm and it's just retarded i mean i just i think she'll get out of this one alive and go on her merry way to be the best lawyer that she's gonna be because i do think that she's we're going to need Rachel to keep Pierce Inspector lit alive. And while doing so, we're going to continue to see episodes with Michael with this legal clinic. I think we're forming a triangle with uh, Oliver, Marissa, and Mike like as a power trio. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I liked that dynamic. I liked them in the office, um, like late night hours. And I just, I don't know. I want, I want to see more of this. And I think this is just like a nice segue into like, the next step with the firm, with Pierce mm-hmm. Inspector yeah. Lit, with Rachel. We knew this was going to happen with Rachel. We knew she wasn't going to get... But I to... still think she should have just taken the job with her dad. I understand her loyalty I, to mm, Pierce Inspector Lit. I kind of agree with that. But I mean, in some situations, you have to be selfish about your yes. own career 
and do what's best for you in that moment. And the best move was her going over to it's not in her, her dad's character. Room. She didn't have to stay there. Yeah. She, she doesn't be there. She for doesn't a have year. to marry Mike until she becomes a lawyer. Yeah. That's, like she yes. can if her goal is to pass, she's she's trying to have it both ways. She's trying to pass the bar, which is their game, but then she's not playing their game. Mm-hmm. Like I think she's learning a harsh reality about life that it's like if you want to pass the bar, understand that you're giving you're giving up judgment and merits to another group of people. Mm-hmm. And whether you admit it or not, you've admitted you've submitted to playing their game. That you have to yeah. You either say I don't want to play this game or I'm going to play this game. Exactly. And, but she keeps thinking like, well, no, I'm going to wow him so mm-hmm. much where it's like, no, you're engaged to a convicted felon who disgraced the literal thing they're <laughs> trying to yeah. protect. Like you're going to be a casualty of this unless you do damage control to look better right. to them. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is not a prediction. I just forgot to say this earlier and I just have to say it. Um, Mike being a convicted felon and um, out of jail for all of two minutes, he's found a lot of jobs in the two days he's been out <laughs> of jail. More than all of us who more have than been people in who have actually like graduated from schools <laughs> and like went on and got higher education degrees and whatnot. And I just needed to point this out because it kind of bugged me in a little way. Like as a black woman who knows who has family who has struggled to find jobs coming Absolutely. out of jail for doing stuff, as like minuscule like not even harming anyone in the way that Mike did a crime mm-hmm. for him to be able to find two jobs that easy I was just like oh this is frustrating to me a little bit but I just oh, white to... privilege yes yes I know that I, yes exactly um and so I just needed to say that and say it because I if I didn't I'd shoot myself in the foot I don't disagree <laughs> with your point I, at all I mean shit but like I don't hey I make no money. Yeah. (laughs) And I work my butt off. Um, Final final prediction. Do you think Mike will work at the legal clinic by the end of next week? Be at the clinic? Stay at the clinic. Yes. 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 Do we think Mike will wind up at Pierce Inspector Lit by the end of this winter part of the season? Not at all. I don't think Mike is ever going back there. I hope he doesn't. I think... I feel like he might There's end up no back there, but I hope help. he doesn't. My big prediction is that he sticks with this legal clinic, and then Pierce Inspector Lit buys the legal clinic. That would be mm. cute. They That's buy a the nice they buy the legal clinic, and they just kind of put them all they on do one all floor. Their, um, and pro bono work through there. Yeah, I like that. that they do that. That becomes the like the charity arm yeah. of Pierce Inspector Lit. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be, be nice. nice, but that would also be the only way they could get Mike in the building, kind of a thing. Yeah, but then you move a clinic all the way. Uptown like that, the people but in the then, legal uh, clinic yeah, yeah, have nowhere to go. Yeah, well, no, true, then, then all those, How are they but then, get there? But then all those people who are so worried about fighting for the little guy become associates at Pierce Inspector Lit. It's a it's a win win. Yeah, I, I was like, gonna say I I'm, I'm career minded like, for those people cool. in that room. Yeah, but I'm worried about I the people who they're not the gonna want to. And some of some of the people at the clinic going to Pierce Inspector Lit because they've been working their butts off there for so long to get higher pay and. Mm-hmm. Become better lawyers. Well, and then and, they all, but they all left. Right, <laughs> they're all gone. But no, I'm saying. Did you get what I was saying? No, I get what you're oh, saying. Okay. That, that, that there are top candidates from all right, across right, the right, country right. that are going to wind up associates of Pierce Inspector Lit, yes. and they're going to be working alongside. Yes. Well, I 
just want like the firm. I want the firm to get back on its feet. Okay, I really do. I do too, but I think that's the unorthodox. Like that's part that's of the unorthodox a, way. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna have a pool of just associates. Yes, and then they're going to have a separate pool. That's the legal clinic associates. They probably aren't from Yale or Harvard. Yeah. Okay. That are just people who genuinely care about the little guy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think having that spirit in your building might be a helpful thing. Yeah. Might Stop be a helpful thing. making it all about Harvard. Because the, the mic we're seeing right now, the mic we're so. seeing right now has zero interest in ever going back to corporate yeah. law. Which, bro, corporate law is where that money is, though. But he's not a lawyer. <laughs> that doesn't Someone, matter. Someone's really upset about your white privilege comment. <laughs> I'm Wonderful. sorry. She's sorry, guys. It's true. Um, and I didn't actually say white privilege. Steve did. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I just explained what it was. What was well, I, I always yeah. said your in general. I didn't specify it. Yeah. But uh, I, listen, guys, this is AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> we're allowed to chat and say what we feel. At least we're not talking about politics and Donald Trump, all right? So. And on that note, well, we should probably just go let's wrap Well, it up. I was going to say, <laughs> to make it more eloquent, I was going to see if anybody had any other predictions at large. No. Um, I don't. No, I think okay. I said it before that I just I, maybe like I see Harvey and Mike on either either side of the courtroom, the legal clinic versus Pierce Inspector Lit. But hey, you never know. <laughs> um, but I loved your prediction. I thought I think we should end with that. It was wait, very sweet. I got a couple more, Darby. Yes or no? Hurry it up because I'm I'm on I, the edge not of till the end of the series. That's no, end game. That's, that's end game. That's ridiculous. Why do we have to wait all they, the way like, for the I mean, end of to the be, series? Although, although, let's be fair, Mike going to Mike getting locked up because he was a fake lawyer was also end game. <laughs> <laughs> and they decided yeah, exactly. to See, do the, it. The, they decided to do because that's smart. That's smart writing we, of how. What do you yes. do if you do? How do you write if you put write yeah. yourself in a corner? So I mean, I think the Darby is end game and. I just don't see it happening like their relationship starting until maybe like the towards the end of the series. Mm. Because if they started it now, Donna would have to go against all of her words. And then you, I mean, people talk about wanting the team back together. She's told Harvey, if we do this, I'm not working for you anymore. So then right. we lose Donna in the building. So we can't do that I don't until. I understand how she says that when she's like already, leave. she just works for him in all aspects anyway. Mm. Like I feel like she could never not be the way that she is with him like even if she wasn't his secretary she'd still act like it i mean she would definitely still have control of his life well no they would have to walk they would have to walk off into the sunset and like sell sell strawberries on the side of the road be my sexual distraction in this uh end of the season these next who because right now my tractor is lewis has a calendar that we should all be (laughs) okay lewis has a 12 picture count you guys have not seen this Oh, I'm going like, to end the show right now so we can all go and look at the Lewis calendar. Thank you thank you all for joining us here at AfterFuzz TV. Tiana, right. Tiana, if the people want to find you. You can find me all over the internet at the Tiana Hobson. And you can find me all over social media at Nicole Brazier. And you guys can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. Thank you for joining us here and we'll see you next week. Adios. <laughs> you so From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 